Good afternoon. This is Dr. Saul Goldstein. The uh, the opinions expressed by these two, uh, you know, uh, fellows, uh, colored folks, uh, may or may not be the opinions of uh, their employers uh, or mine. Uh, holla at me. Top, top. They won't top, top. They love top, top. They won't top, top. They love top, top. If I speak, I am in, in big trouble. In big trouble. And I don't want to be in big trouble. Chop Soccer, we back in the building, my boy. Hey, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What up? Man, 68 days, that's all it took. That's all it took? 68 days. Mm. What the hell are we talking about? We're talking about former U.S. Women's National Team head coach Vladko Andonovsky. Was only out of work for 68 days. He is now the head coach of the Kansas City current in the NWSL. Boy, oh boy, what a life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ken, what do you think about this, man? Are Kansas City going to be any good? Um, Why the hell of whatever options were available did they have to go and grab Vlatko? Actually, you know what? Let me like I like I really like this move actually. What? That's what? funny. I'm I'm waiting to hear this. No, I wasn't telling the truth. <laughs> like like Vlaco's problem is like He's a club coach. He's not a national team coach. Mm. So, like, I think he's going to be okay. I mean, I I have faith in the Kansas City current, like, organization anyway. Like, they had, like, a freak injury scare this year and still were, like, two points off of making the playoffs and they lost, like, their first three or four games. They're, like, the only franchise in NWSL who had enough foresight to build their own stadium. And now they're on the cusp of like some other big stuff that we'll get to later. So like, I'm not too quick to dismiss this as like, Oh, Vlatko sucks or whatever, because like my gripes with Vlatko had really nothing to do with his tactics themselves, it was more so how they didn't fit the international game mm-hmm. and his like selection. Like he just wasn't like ready for everything that came along with the international game. So like, you know, on the club level where he gets to be kind of like anonymous and he gets to work with players day to day you know, I think this is going to work out really, really well. So I would be like, I would hold up before like I start shitting on this move because I think it's going to work out really well. I think this makes, this definitely puts Kansas City in the conversation next year with your Portland's and your San Diego's because they were supposed to be there this year, but like injuries. So like you get a comeback year and you get Blacko on top of that. Like, I think this is a good move. Well, there's that on that. Um, I just think it's funny, man. 
how you could get fired and then 68 days later be right back at it. It's like, well, I mean, just go in and have the conversation like, yeah, it wasn't my fault. Like, I don't know. They let me go. It is what it is. But I, I mean, also, <laughs> also, also not for nothing. I think this shows you how distressed of a property the U.S. women's national team is. Mm. And like how bad of a property like U.S. soccer as a whole is, right? Because, like, normally it takes you some time to rebound from stuff like this. But Vlaco, like, actually came out not looking that bad, right? Compared to, like, all the other stuff. So, I mean, like, it's not surprising to me that he got a job, like, this fast. Like, if there was any other jobs, like, I'm surprised the Washington Spirit didn't scoop him up. Mm, Maybe they tried and just couldn't. Well, I mean, I would would be concerned if the Washington Spirit tried to scoop him up and, like— the let me stop let me stop let me stop let me stop <laughs> can, can, can i have a nigga for a day at least one day out of the week oh, <laughs> yeah let me stop let me stop yeah let's, let's leave that alone uh speaking of kansas city they have announced naming rights for their new stadium this is a very very big deal mm-hmm. um it is a 10-year deal for Kansas City-based rail company CPKC. So I guess it will be CPKC Stadium. Um, How do you feel about this, man? This is big for them. I don't know anything about that rail company, but the fact that you were able to get um, a naming rights sponsor quickly, not too much fuss, not too much muss, it's a big deal. They got a nice uh, value on this stadium, too, $117 million? It's not too shabby in 2023. Yo, man, this is what I'm saying. Like, Casey, if we were doing like traditional, like sports franchise valuations, Kansas City would be the most valuable franchise in the league. Yeah, because they have stadium. Their, yeah, they have their own stadium. They have their own naming rights. Like, they would be the most valuable franchise in the league, which means that like they've got somebody back there that like is really trying to. Like, I don't want to say quarterback this shit because Patrick Mahomes is one of the owners. Like, <laughs> I see what you did there. But they got, uh, they really got somebody back there in that back office that knows what they're doing in terms of like building a sustainable and like community engaged product because they were like, you know, they were like stadium, let's go get one of those. Like, you know, now they're going to start bringing in naming rights. Like, they're already kind of, uh, Lamar Hunt is from Kansas City. So, I mean, he's like a god in, like, the American sports franchise world. So, you know, like, they know what they're doing out there. So, like, you know, like, the current, like, you know, the current might be my second favorite franchise in NWSL. Um, mainly because, like, I have a little bit of a crush on Dabinia. And Dabinia is um, the best. She is the best. She is absolutely amazing, right? Um, and... Like, you know, they just know what they're doing. Like every, like that franchise just like, you know, it's well run. Like, you know, they got everything together. Naming rights on top of Vlaco, former U.S. Women's National Team coach. Like, like they're setting the standard out there. Yeah. It's a good, uh, good move for them. Like, you know, we've talked many, many times about, how the NWSL actually grows 
the value of their franchises and stadiums are definitely the probably single biggest difference maker in NWSL. So this is a huge move, getting those naming rights locked in for 10 years at that. Yeah. Very nice. If they're good and, you know, shake some things up along with, you know, the waves that the Chiefs are making over there, you know, that'll become even more money down the road. So that's super dope for Kansas City, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk Carly Lloyd again. <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find this? Oh, man. Listen, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't even want to spend too much time on this, but she kind of opened up about just being kind of over the whole kneeling thing. And she got kind of slammed into the whole right wing lane, basically against her actual will. And I'm guessing she decided to just lean in the shit. The algorithm started algorithming and she was like, all right, that's how y'all like it. Then shit, I'm cool. So she announced that, you know, she had kneeled with the team many, many times before. They had been doing it for probably a year. Then one day she was like, I don't feel like it today and decided to stand up and then all hell broke loose. Ken, how you feel about this? Can I have a nigga for a day? At least one day out of the week. I'm so sick of niggas. I got a feeler, my guy. I got a feeler. I got a feeler. Like, I mean. Hear me and hear me good, nigga. I'm here to double down. I mean, I was kind of sick of that shit, too. Like. I'm sure for very different reasons than Carly Lloyd. (laughs) (laughs) But I was sick of that shit, too. And, like, I mean, you know, like, not for nothing, I'm tired of Carly Lloyd, like, coming out here, like, just leaking, like, you know, just snippets from this, like, you know, kicking it. Um episode or whatever this interview but i mean like not for nothing like she's keeping the news cycle going like she's she's doing better than some of these other people out here so like you know like i i don't know like how much more of this i really like got in me to tolerate but i mean with this one like you know i was kinder with her last week i'm kind of with her this week like <laughs> I really don't like the position that Carly Lloyd is putting me in right now because like she, she, the streets, like she is not wrong. She has not been wrong. She has not missed yet. I'll just say that. I'll just say that. She ain't missed yet. Uh, I don't know if it's that she hasn't missed. I just think, um, you got to, the reason she ended up quote unquote trapped is because of inconsistency. Like you decided to stand for the last game. You said you wanted to stand for your championship game. That's all well and good, but you also got to know the current moment. You shouldn't. 
right? So if you felt that there was a limit on it, you shouldn't have been doing it in the first place. It's kind of my thing. If that makes uh, sense. I mean, I mean, you know. He's heating <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but like also too, like, you know what? Let's just move on. Let's just, <laughs> let's just move on. I don't want to. No, say it. No, 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 no. I want to hear this. <laughs> okay. Um, I think what Carly Lloyd is kind of alluding to here, which some of us have been saying for a while. Um, is that all of this was like placated and kind of like generated activism and she was tired of it. So like, you know, if she was tired of the fake activism doing it and I was tired of seeing the fake activism, like the math kind of maps. (laughs) Yeah. But that's kind of my thing is like, if you, if you ain't rock with it in the first place, then just don't do it. Yeah. From the jump. That's my whole thing. That's the only, like, I genuinely do not care whether she kneels or stand. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, in the moment, like, the U.S. Women's National Team was a beacon for fans of the U.S. Women's National Team. And you knew the visibility of not being with your teammates and you did it anyway. So that's fine. I don't really care, but don't switch. The The problem was the switch. It wasn't that you did it or not did it. It was that you switched one way or the other. He's heating up. But not for nothing, though. Like, I, I agree with everything you just said. I just feel like, you know, it's really easy to get caught in these things when everybody's doing the fake activism and you got to oh, do the bro. fake activism. Especially in soccer. You have oh, yeah. to do the fake acts. Bro, the you same way you feel like I'm not disagreeing with you. I watched a lot of this shit and I was just like, bro, y'all niggas not finna tell me how to be black. Like I haven't been black every day of my fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like all this shit y'all getting riled up about, bro. I do not give a fuck. Like that yeah. shit has no effect on my day to day life. When I was out doing what I was doing in the street, none of y'all was out there. So nope. I don't want to hear nothing about what y'all are talking about. Yeah, and I like put, I would put my real life numbers in the street, doing community work, working with children, working with adults, doing education, clean up. The whole nine, I'll put my numbers up against any one of you motherfuckers out there. He's on fire. Rock, 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 Spontane. Yeah. just singing. No, I mean, like, you know, like, obviously, like, you know, we're not trying to make it into a competition here with other people. But, like, you know, like, I feel it. Like, you know, like, once again, she was tired of doing the fake activism. I was tired of seeing the fake activism. Like, yeah. and, and you write that, like, you know, her switch 
is what got her in trouble, right? Like if she if she would have stood from the beginning, everybody would have been like, fuck Carly Lloyd from the first time and like (laughs) right? Because that's really all people was waiting on, right? Like whenever we do this fake activism, all we're really doing is waiting on like who to single out and be like, oh, you ain't with the cause. Okay. Like so like, you know, like she tried to delay it and she didn't. Like, you know, like them's the breaks, but like, you know, like this is a very understandable situation, like all the way around. Um, Let's jump into some more NWSL talk. We have additional um, investment into Tiger Woods's TGL League. So this is his pro golf league. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been, you know, really buzzing on social media. And we know that Alex Morgan has invested in it. Who else we got up in here? Uh, I think Serena Williams and Alexis Ohanian. Is that how you say his last name? I guess um, something like that. Yeah. he. Her uh, husband. Yeah, her <laughs> husband. Serena's husband. We'll, we'll just stick with that. Um right that's uh that's who bought in over in LA I think because the way this is supposed to work is they're supposed to have like teams or something like that like okay. it's not like traditional golf where it's like every man for himself it's like they right. all have teams and like I really think this is going to turn into top golf my guy like I really just think this is going to be golf <laughs> variation like I keep telling people this like it's going to be that uh you ever played that shit on PlayStation Hot Shots Golf oh that was my shit <laughs> That was my shit. Air horns for hot shots. Golf, bro. <laughs> Did you ever fuck with hot shots golf for real like that? Bro, it's me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Love that game. Oh, man. Hot shots golf was good. Love that game. I'm certain there's a copy in the living room right now. Probably eight or nine. Oh, woof. Woof. That shit was good. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's what's happening. Um, I mean... How do you feel about this, my boy? Um, good for them. You know, like this is this is how you grow your wealth at the end of your sporting careers. You have to invest in additional projects where your name lends credence to the viability of said project. So getting involved with Tiger Woods, major, major name in sports, Serena Williams, major name in sports, you know creating something unique and new, I guess, in the golfing space. It's a good look for everybody involved, man. Just, you know, always be looking for creative ways to grow your money, especially at that level. You know, if I was her, I'd be, you know, putting a little money in a whole bunch of places. So, you know, like I said, involved with Tiger Woods, huge move. You know, he's definitely going to sell something. You know, the success of the league is going to be up to, the quality of the product they put out, but it's still Tiger Woods. It's going to sell in the beginning. So treat it like, uh, treat it like one of them little uh, meme coins. <laughs> Get your yeah. money and run. <laughs> Get your money and run. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not for nothing. That's what all this little shit is. That's what pickleball is. That's what like the golf. Hey, is. don't be hating on pickleball now. That shit fun. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, like I've I've played a little bit of pickleball, but I mean, let's just be for real. It's for like, you know, pickleball is tennis for people who ain't good enough to play tennis. Like, yeah. 100%. <laughs> like 
like we ain't like we ain't gotta like you know like the tgl is like you know trying to make golf cool right like you know like we all know what this is and we all know what like the hierarchy is of like who buys what so like this isn't surprising right so like if you are like in the nfl or the nba or like you were really famous like musician or whatever you aspire to buy into the nfl or the nba that's what you aspire to and then what you currently spend your money on are lesser franchises what are your lesser franchises your hockey teams soccer teams your esports teams your like pickleball teams and that's the way that like these sports football and basketball maintain their dominance over these smaller sports right like that's Mm -hmm. why soccer would never be a number one sport in the country because all the people that are invested in soccer are already invested in football for the most part right and Mm -hmm. most of your like cities where you have mls you're already doing some type of double duty either playing at a football stadium or like you know in some cases the owner of your nfl franchises owns your mls franchise so like they're not gonna that's not happening right like this is the hierarchy right like yeah nfl players and nba players buy lesser franchises lesser franchises buy even lesser franchises and like that's how you know this ain't gonna be shit when you got like your NWSL stars and stuff like, you know, buying into TGL, like they going to turn around, they going to turn around like some money on it. But like, is this the next big thing? Like, no. So yeah, probably not. Probably not. Like, you know, it's dope. Like I did, I'm definitely going to watch some of it. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. especially if they put it on like late night, like low key, not for nothing. If this is some shit that's like after 10 o'clock, like late night, like, you know, Thursday, Friday, maybe Wednesday, like, you know, kind of like, you know, pre-weekend, like late night bar hours, like something like that. Like, I think it could kind of catch on to do numbers. Like, I think that'd be the crowd. But like, ain't nobody tuning in to watch video game golf, like, you know, on oh, Sunday. afternoon. I got an idea, bro. I know how we can finally take this podcast shit to the next level. What? We start a podcast exclusively covering the TGL and we call this show Chipping It. Chipping It. That's it. That's it. That's it. Chipping It. That's it. I'm sorry. I'll see myself out. I couldn't resist. I like it. I like it. I like it. (laughs) Well, speaking of uh, seeing themselves out, like uh, somebody yeah, says out my <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, oh. man, there's um, there's some happenings down there. I think the the level of stardom has increased to such a degree that you know some of these um not so not no longer so shiny celestial bodies are Oof. leaving the uh leaving the squad man oh <laughs> i mean i got this for you like i mean like, <laughs> what do, what do you tell them who we talk about man joseph oh, oh, martinez yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah joseph is out of here bro 
Like yeah, man, uh, he said, I gotta go. I'm not sure. He said he gotta go. <laughs> uh, I think so. Nah, they might have said, Yosef, you got to go. Yosef's on the third highest salary there. Yeah, and that's why they didn't say, you got to go. They said, hey, man, so for 2024, like we really want to bring Luis Suarez, but in order to do that, one of these three designated player salaries going to have to drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be yours. They looked at Yosef and was like, <laughs> I wish they had one of them true ass fucking Fort Lauderdale niggas in there too. It's finna be yearns. <laughs> yeah, it's finna be yearns. Like, what? Can you imagine that meeting with Yosef, man? I mean, bro, he was hot. Like, uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Here, here's the, here's the, I, I think I got some, uh, I think I got some live transcript from the meeting when they told Yosef they was gonna uh, lower his salary. Hold on. I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't come this far just to come this far and not be happy. <laughs> For real, man. I don't even think it was that. I was thinking he probably would have was like, how much are you talking about? And they were like, yeah, like a lot. And like he's like, lot. nah, I got to go. Yeah. I mean, it just like it just might be up like, you know, like <sighs> careers at MLS in fast. Yeah. Like, Does he that, still have the juice to go somewhere else, wherever that may be, MLS or otherwise, and produce? I mean, I don't know if it's the I don't know if the correct word is the juice because he definitely still has the talent. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the question is, does he still have the want to? Like, you know, like does he want to do it anymore? Because I mean, I he could even easily, for me, he could easily go back to Europe. And I mean, there are people that used to play for the Chicago Fire that are playing in the Champions League right now, bro. So I mean, like, it's all yeah. like you know, like, how do good you is have, your agent? Yeah, how good <laughs> is your agent? Like, do you had to want to? Like, you know, like you could get back to Europe. Like, he's still got something left in the tank. You know, the yeah. question is like, what does he? What does he want to do? Does he want to go over there and compete, or like, does he want to go somewhere? Where like you know he can walk around with his shirt off like six days out the week and then show up on Sunday and collect the paycheck, you know. Mm. So. Yeah, tough to say. Where do you, where do you think would Miami. be a a good fit? Because he's not going to get an Atlanta or a Miami situation again. Atlanta, you know that team was built to support him. Mm-hmm. Um. Miami, it wasn't built to support him, but he was brought in to be the guy. And he is no longer the guy. And I don't think any other team is going to bring him in to be the guy. I'd say go back to Italy. Mm. Go back to Italy. You see all the Americans playing good over there? Like, if all these Americans over there balling, Joseph can go over there and ball out too. Like, you know, because all, all these American players are just like, you know, MLS is best, so <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, like you could go over there. The game's slow enough. You could go over there and, like, you know, kind of get your shit back a little bit. I tell him to go back to Italy because that's where he came from, right? Yeah, like he uh, came. Over, I think he came over from Syria to Atlanta. Maybe I don't remember where he came from. I just remember he came and just started wrecking shit. I feel like he came over uh, from a Serie A team. It might have been like Sassuolo or something like that. It might be okay. with the S. Actually, fact check me on that because I know for sure it's Serie A 
uh, I know for sure it's Syria. Like uh, Kinslycopedia over here knows it's Syria. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, dang, I wish I could. Hold on. Don't tell me the team. Just verify Syria. And, that's, and then. Yes, it was it Syria. Syria. Okay, so I knew that much. Um, it was not Sassuolo. It was not Sassuolo. Oh, man. I am going to. Uh, is it Palermo? No. God dang. Is the team pink, at least? No. Oh man, okay. I don't I don't I'm I'm not gonna remember this one for a bit. Torino. Ah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was one of those off brand. I knew it was one of the off brand Italian teams he came from. But yeah. No. Uh so uh also with that team we have Joseph going out. Rumors that Luis Suarez is in. Messi is still the man there, and news continues to circle about how many different ways people are trying to find to milk every dollar they can out of using his name, image, and likeness. Hey. <laughs> Apparently, there is a software, I guess, coming up. It's called Unique Interactive Experience. And yeah, I'm reading through this. It just does not sound very appealing or useful outside of the novelty of, you know, the biggest messy fans and children buying it, playing with it for a week, two weeks, and then that shit will be defunct software. So this experience is supposed to be some sort of like virtual experience where you can train with Lionel Messi and interview him within some sort of built in AI component. Uh, what do you think about this, Ken? Would you buy it and use it? Uh, do you think it will be as? Do you think the juice will be worth the squeeze for as much as they will spend building out this software? Will they see enough return on it to make it worth it? I'm a 40 year old man, so well, not exactly 40 years old, but like. I I'm an old enough I'm an old enough person where I'm not I'm I'm not training for soccer like at all anymore. Those days are way behind me. Like you know, I uh you know I'll be good to make it out to the gym and like do some stretches and stuff before games and stuff. Like given my current situation, a few now. kick ups. <laughs> yeah, a few kick ups before games. A few kick ups walking down the hall like holding a baby right now. Like you know that's about the amount of training <laughs> that I'm doing. But um. No, I mean, I think this is going to do numbers with kids, bro. Like, I think yeah. this is another Lionel Messi special where you're going to look up and you're going to be like, I don't know anybody who has this shit. And it's going to be but everybody got one, it. It's going to be the number one selling thing in the world. And every 10 year old you see is going to have a little inner Miami kid on like, you know, with his little messy AI or whatever, you know, because like this ain't for us. Like, you know, yeah, this isn't for like any type of adult market. Like, you know, this is for the kids. This is for the youths, you know, this so, is how it goes anyway, man. If, yeah. if Michael Jackson had the, the just dance joint. Yeah. Yeah. Bo Jackson. Yep. Football, Ken Griffey baseball, Joe Montana football. Mm-hmm. The Tiger era Woods we're in now, you gotta have AI and you gotta have virtual reality. Yes. So this is where Messi needs to be. Like you said, this shit gonna do numbers. 
Yeah, man. Like, uh, actually, I think it's going to be pretty dope, too. And I think it's going to be, um, I think, like, a lot of things, the way this ends up working is, like, there's going to be so much money dumped into it that the technology, like, you know, that comes from it is going to be revolutionary just because of the money that was spent to try to, like, accomplish something. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like so much money is going to be spent on it that like it's going to become affordable in the near future because the technology barrier has already been broken. Like, you know, yeah. with someone like Messi where they know they're going to make their money back because like, I mean, that's where all the developments in video games happen, right? Like, you know, somebody has to do something like very revolutionary because they have like a new person like, you know, fronting the game you know and then it gets like new tech and then that new tech drags for like you know what the next 10 or so years like fifa yeah. hasn't had a real like tech update in what like eight or nine years right more than that probably yeah 10, and, it, and it was because they like made that big jump that one year and it's basically just been the same. And I forget who was on the cover of that, like, 2010, 2011. It might have been, like, Ronaldinho or something. Yeah, I think it was like Dino, that. yeah. Yeah, when they made that big jump and, you know, the graphics have gotten better. But, like, you know, the game's basically been the same, like, you know, with controls and everything this whole time. So Yeah, because you can't turn that shit over in basically eight to ten months. Yeah. Because the game comes out. You market it, you sell it, and then as soon as the damn shit come out, you got to start working on the next one. Yeah. And debugging and all that. So there's only so much that's going to be added each time around. So you just make slight little iterations, and here we are. Yeah. I mean, honestly, not for nothing. That's why EA Sports is going the way it's going. Like, they don't give a fuck about manager mode and shit like that anymore because, right. like, you know, they're seeing what this ultimate team bag up. Yeah, they see what like Fortnite and like what Call of Duty and like all of them are doing where like you buy one game like every four to five years and you just buy like patches every season or you buy uh, what do they they call them like seasons even in yeah, college, season passes season, season passes like bonuses for whatever. It's not going to listen to me. Uh, listen to me now. Hear me good, nigga. I'm here to double down. Like in two to three years, that's what EA Sports is going to EA Sports FC is going to be like. It's going to be EA Sports FC. And then like every year, like, you know, when it's 25, they're going to like, you know, sell you the bundle for that year. When it's 26, they're going to sell you the bundle for that year because it doesn't make any sense for them to like continue to do it. Like, you know, the way they're doing it, especially when they're not moving physical copies anymore. Yeah, that's what um, their rival is doing now. Uh, E-Football, which yeah. used to be Pez. Um, they, you know, stopped trying to remake the game every year. They have a season update. You download it. You keep your players that you had in the previous year's game. Um, they come up with new cards and stats and stuff like that. And it, you know, changes over the course of the season. So they're really focused on the gameplay and how it relates to the real world game. So your players, if Mbappe is having, you know, a, a run of poor form, he's going to have a run of poor form in the game. And his, you know, his stats decrease in the game. So no matter what version of the card you have, it's still downgraded. So, you know, things like that are really interesting just to see how they're trying to keep the game fresh and exciting. 
um, keep it tied to the real world game, but also run the bag up at our expense. Yeah, I think a lot of that is really going to start to bleed over because what you know what you're really moving into is the world of microtransactions. Mm-hmm. And oh, we're like, here, and we've been here. It yeah, yeah, sucks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I don't even know what I'm saying. What you're gonna get to? You're right. We are definitely here. We're in the world of microtransactions now. So, um, like, yeah, hundred percent. Like, that's all we're about to see happen. <laughs>